0: How's that sound? Is that better? That's excellent, Paul. Excellent.
1: In fact, I would say that that is perfect.
0: Ooh, it's not often I get called perfect, but I'll take it.
1: Now, Paul, I really want you to remember what you just did there. Because it needs to be like that
0: every time. Every time? Every time. Every time? Every time. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that. Paul, can you please do it like that every time? So there's
1: nothing wrong with your microphone. Yeah. It has worked in the past month Uh and it's worked again today. Yay! (laughs) That was frustrating though, wasn't it, about that fellow in the UK? Yeah,
0: I I thought he would be a good funny guest for us to have on, but chest infections and relationship breakups and whatever else.
1: It almost sounds like you could be a host on this podcast, doesn't
0: it? <laughs> almost, yeah.
1: It sounds like you had a good day, despite all of that, and that's great. Yeah, yeah, not too I'm bad. Under that, mm. Mm.
0: Mm. it's good to have good days, isn't it? Yeah, I've had a couple lately. It's good. Fair. Happy. <laughs> Uh, I keep forgetting we're not a visual podcast and people can't see my hand gestures.
1: Well, maybe one day. You never know.
0: One day when we've got the budget, we'll do like a video podcast.
1: And I can face replace myself.
0: Yeah, everyone can see our beautiful middle-aged faces.
1: No, I'll face replace myself.
0: Oh, okay. Well, what, what face would you go for?
1: Oh, Uh, You can have a look at my new avatar.
0: Oh, I saw that one. The mouth doesn't move, though.
1: Well, isn't that how most men like women?
0: No, we need the mouth to move.
1: What do you want the mouth to do?
0: Do we really want to go into details?
1: Ah, come on, Paul. (laughs) Tell us what you want, what you really, really want.
0: Let's just say that there's certain things a moving mouth can do that a non-moving mouth can't if you get my drift.
1: Ah. Well, there you go. Mm. <laughs> How was your weekend?
0: Good. A nice little time with Lily, which was fun. You have her every weekend, don't you? Yeah, but in a couple of weeks, her and her mum are going to move down to Brisbane and we'll go to like week on, week off. So that'll be good.
1: Oh, wow. Mm. That's cool. Pretty exciting. Does that mean that she's going to have to go to a new school?
0: Yep, we've already got it lined up with a new school.
1: Well, it's no wonder you're so busy and stressed lately.
0: you got yeah. heaps
1: of shit going on. But all
0: good stuff. All good stuff. We're progressing. Things are getting better. How are you, sister? That's the important thing. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. (laughs) Let's rap. Let it all out. Let it all out. Welcome to Dr. Paul's (laughs) Psychology Hour. Oh, okay. Let's listen to you, everybody. You, the listener, you, the co host. Mm -hmm. Wrap with me. How are you? I'm pretty good. Okay, then. That wraps up this episode of Paul's Psychology.
1: And for the listener at home, that's what it's like when I ask Paul how he
0: is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what well, do you want, a fucking paragraph? <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm doing pretty good. Life is good. I mean, do you want me to, like, give you the bullet points of everything that's good? You know, like, you know, yeah. this happened and this happened. And this, uh, yeah. Yeah, Paul, give me the bullet points of
1: everything that's good today.
0: You want me to elaborate on everything, is that what you're saying?
1: That's right. I'm very verbose.
0: Verbose. Okay. Well, work's going better, Uh although contractors are still the bane of my existence. Ah. Everybody, let me give you a tip. If you are going to spend tens of thousands of dollars and there is a contract involved, please read the contract and make sure that what you're buying is, in fact, what you want. Because if you sign the contract and then it turns out what you're buying isn't what you want, we can't do anything for you because you signed a fucking contract. Ah. That was my day-to-day. Basically, I had to go to some customers who weren't happy with the product they got because they thought, air quotes, they were getting something else. And I said, did you read the contract? (laughs) And they said, no, we did not. We just trusted the person. Oh, what? I was like, well, there is your problem. You should have read the Contract, and you would have seen the contract specified exactly what you're getting, how it was to be laid out, how big it was, Ah. and that is what we have provided, okay? You can't go to court and say, oh, I thought I was getting this (laughs) because the judge will say, did you read the contract?
1: That's right. Did you read the contract? The legally binding contract. Yes, yes,
0: yes. I bet it
1: wasn't hidden in the contract either. I bet it was like a main point.
0: It was right there in plain sight. You know, yeah. this is what you're getting, this is the size, these are the specs. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> oh, but no, I wrote down on a piece of paper what I actually
1: wanted. Did I show you? Uh. Yes. That sounds frustrating. They're kind of like a client, even though they're not really. They're like an internal client, aren't they? Contractors.
0: Oh, this was customers.
1: Ah oh, right, 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 right.
0: Contractors just don't want to actually show up and do the job that we're paying them for.
1: Wow, that does seem like a human.
0: Mm. Yes, very much, very much.
1: Can't really blame him for that, can we?
0: (laughs) Contractors. Yeah, I've worked pretty much my whole life in customer service, and I've started to wonder why, because I really don't like people.
1: Why have you worked most of your life in customer service, Paul? What do you think it is? What keeps bringing you back?
0: I don't know. It's all I know how to do. It's good money. I get to call people out for being dicks. That's the good part. Oh, do you like that? I'm the manager, so I don't have to be diplomatic if I don't want to. I can say, listen, you are fuckwit and it's your fault. (laughs) And I can say it with managerial expertise. That's right. You're the manager. I
1: am. If someone asks to speak to the manager, that's you. That's me. Yes. Does being the manager have upside, so Paul?
0: Of course it does. I get the business card that says manager. My email footer says manager. Yeah. yeah so there's all those things. I do get to say, sorry, not my problem. I like that one. Yeah. That's always a good one. Or, you know, what is it that you would like me to do, Mr. Customer?
1: Are your customers usually men? Could even
0: mix. Could even mix. Well, see, some couples, of course, you find out who the boss of the couple is. You know, depending on who the contract <laughs> goes under. So, ah,
1: oh, you know. I see. Who wears the pants? Yeah,
0: yeah. So it might be a husband inquiring, but then the contract goes in his wife's name because she does oh. the money. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all. Well, I'm glad it's sort of ticking along. Yeah.
0: So, how are you? That's the important thing. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good during my medicated part of the day and then at the end of the day I get kind of empty and lonely And Mm -hmm. get kept up all night because of that (laughs) (laughs) I think what's good though Because I've left Facebook I don't then feel the urge to like Post melancholy shit for everyone to read So that's good
0: Oh, I've got another ban I'm on a three-day ban Oh, are you? Really? Yeah, yes, another three-day ban
1: Good on you And what got you banned this time? This is an
0: interesting one, okay So Mm -hmm. I replied to a comment that my girlfriend made
1: Right That would be Sarah
0: Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm okay and i said i'm going to kill you sexfully
1: ah death by snooze no
0: yes yes but because it had the word kill (gasps) i got a warning from facebook saying that i'm inciting violence and death and that violates community standards
1: inciting sexual violence even though the context obviously made it clear it was a joke
0: yes yes and you can't appeal these things you can't say to facebook Um, it was a fucking joke between me and my girlfriend you dipshits they're just like oh no it's the word kill, you're going to go on a spree. (laughs) And and here's the thing. If I was homicidally inclined, if I was someone who intended to harm others or kill others, would a three-day Facebook ban really stop me from doing that? I mean, think about it. (laughs) Just say I've got my armory lined up. You know, I've got my guns and my weapons all there. I'm ready to go down and inflict murder on thousands of people. Oh, shit. Facebook banned me for three days. Uh, I better not do it then. <laughs> uh, uh, I better lock my guns away and, and get rid of my ammunition. Sorry, Facebook. I've seen the light. Paul,
1: you just need like a backup social media network. I mean, I know you've got backup accounts, but you should try Twitter. You know, they don't really ban anyone for that sort of stuff there.
0: I found one I thought was really cool called we Me.
1: We Me. Tell me more about that.
0: Basically, someone who used to run Facebook set up this social media thing, MeWe, mm-hmm. and it's very different. There's not the same rules. I can put whatever I want on my status and get banned but not many people are on there i tried to get some friends on there to join me but that's the problem everybody's on facebook and everybody's like oh we're here now we're not gonna move
1: maybe you just need to find some new friends i've got an idea how you could do that you need to join an ex-mormon discord server oh uh,
0: i don't know if this
1: one let me check that out because i've been looking recently search discord so it'd be just Xmo would it just Ooh. Oh, ah, that looks like an official
0: one. Yeah, you don't want to be on the Mormon one.
1: Ah, this one's not. Yep, yep, there's one that's um, definitely not religious.
0: Do-do-do-do-do.
1: Ex-Mormon support. Ooh. There's another one. Exmo chat. LGBT friendly. There's 12 online at the moment. The ex-Mormon support has 46 online at the moment. That's actually quite large for Mm -hmm. most of these. There you go. You should definitely hop on there, Paul. I mean, you might even meet a nice lady.
0: Ah, I've met a few of those. Of
1: course, I won't be looking there because I have sworn off ex-Mormon ladies. I can't hack it. But they might be your thing. You seem to have successfully dated several, so... (laughs) Yeah they're on your wavelength Paul.
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: I just don't think the Mormons are on my wavelength be they in the church or out of the church.
0: Yeah (laughs) it was never on my wavelength. Be they friends or not friends. (laughs) Friends or foes. (laughs) Anyway anyway we should probably get to the subject at hand.
1: That's right two chapters they're both pretty short. Chapter the 21 and
0: 22. Still another six chapters after this of Isaiah. Yay! Oh, Does yay. it feel like we've been doing Isaiah for fucking ever? Well, that's because we have been doing we Isaiah. We have, for yeah. I can't, ever. I can't remember what else was happening in this book anymore before they started quoting Isaiah. I'm just like, this is just all fucking there.
1: You know, Paul, if you just want to read to the end of the Isaiah part tonight, we can just fucking do it if you want. No, just fucking jam it
0: in. Uh, it'll take too long and we have to be entertaining. We can't just read it all the way
1: through. I'm glad you're saying that. You've taken to heart what I said, that we can't just phone it in, Paul. Yeah. We have to try with each passage. We can't be lazy. Mm. That's right. Who are you texting, Paul? Everybody. Are you texting an ex-Mormon right now? No. Are you sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you text a lot. But anyway,
0: (laughs) we would be doing our listeners a discredit if we just read and didn't say anything else, okay? That's right. It'd be lazy. We have a reputation to uphold. We have a quality of production that we have been doing that we need to stick to. We've still got to do this properly. I'm astounded that you
1: value quality. I always thought that your thing was just phoning it in, but I love that
0: you're talking like this. No, no, I like quality. But Where has this poll been all my life? Let's face it, if we did an episode that was just us reading five chapters with nothing else, Mm. it would be the most boring episode and nobody would listen and we would be letting it down, our legions of eight Patreon fans. That's very true. (laughs) Yes, yes. So we have an obligation to do this properly. Okay. Okay. All right. No matter how long it takes us, even if we get to the stage where one of us is reading the last verse at the eulogy of the other person, (laughs) <laughs> okay. We've got we've got to do this right. We've got to get through it.
1: That's right. Even if it kills us. We made a commitment. Mm. <laughs>
0: what are we on? We're on episode 49 now? No,
1: so the last episode was 45.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Right. So this, so is, this 46. is 46. Okay. But we're coming up to episode 50 and that means we've been doing this for nearly a year now. So we're going to have to do like some sort of year celebration thing or whatever. But we we, okay. we have made a commitment in that year oh. to deliver a certain level of humour and comedy and factualness and insights. Oh, so much factualness. <laughs> yes, yes. What are your thoughts for the celebration? I don't know. We're going to have to talk about that, aren't we? We're going to have to think of something we can do for episode 50. Mm. <laughs> can (laughs) We do like a best of episode or something. Hey, Patience, do you remember the time when we did this and we have like the dreamy music going into the flashback sequence? (laughs) Oh, Patience, do you remember that time back in First Nephi when I made that joke? (laughs) Oh, that sounds like editing hell. Do you know what it's like having to go through fifty
1: old episodes and I, 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 bits I know of them all that
0: it would be pure living hell for you. I <laughs> do
1: understand. I would have to listen to essentially fifty <laughs> episodes again. I'm not doing that.
0: No, hey. no, no. So sort of once we finish it, and said it. we never want to hear it again after we finished it.
1: I listened to every episode a number of times in just editing it. No,
0: no
1: I don't need any more of that in my life. I think there'd be certain episodes that would actually quite depress me now too
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: that's okay (laughs) <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Move forward I say we need to think of something new Something special that's
0: new Onward and upward
1: And let's not do a multi-person episode That's any more than three It needs to be special for another reason Than having six people on there Because I just don't want to edit six people together yeah, yeah, It ain't good
0: about, Yeah, I, I, I get. People don't really I get, get a point. chance to
1: talk either So it's like there's not much point in them being mm-hmm. there And I, I feel bad about that When they don't get a chance mm. to talk
0: Kind of like when I was stuck in here with six other women i'm just like yeah you guys say whatever you want on here all right well should we get into reading the thing sister patience all
1: right let's do it so we are in
0: second nephi <laughs> 21 where nephi is writing down jacob who is quoting the words of isaiah would have been a hell of a lot fucking easier if nephi just stuck a few paper pages of isaiah in between the gold plates but no <laughs> He had to have Jacob say it to people, and then he was there with his chisel, ging, 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 rewriting the whole fucking thing. Because that is how Nephi rolls, ladies and gentlemen. He's all about the regurgitation. Yes, yes. So, chapter 21, plagiarized from Isaiah 11. Yay! Yay! And shall I start us off, sister? ah uh, start us off, Paul. I, I think I usually start us off, so let me continue the trend. Give me some foreplay to get warmed uh, up to. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to warm you up with some words of Isaiah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. And there shall come forth a rod. <laughs> There's your foreplay. I know. Do you see my rod coming forth? Out of the stem of Jesse. Oh, they're really saying it, aren't they? I mean, what else could it mean? This guy has an erection. But the rod is coming forth out of. The stem. So this must be like a group sex thing. So there's Jesse there. He's just finished with Jesse. Ooh! And he's pulling his rod out and he's going to put forth his rod into something else from here. That's one way of looking at
1: it. I kind of saw it a different way. Oh,
0: how did you see it? How did you see it?
1: Well, the stem, I kind of think, is a flaccid penis, and then the rod comes out of that and becomes erect. Ooh. comes out of its foreskin although this guy was a jew so he wouldn't have had a foreskin so i guess that doesn't quite work well it still expands it may not come out of its foreskin
0: well it can't come out of his foreskin if there is no foreskin
1: that's right and we know there isn't because jesse didn't have one
0: yeah well if they're jewish it was already snip done that's right and the branch shall grow out of his roots good for you jesse and the spirits of the lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears.
1: Oh, my God, that's so boring. I mean, he's just mentioned the fear twice, mm-hmm. and then he's just said the most boring thing ever, which is, ah. Oh, he won't judge a book by its cover. You
0: can condense it by saying, the Lord sees you and hears you and will judge you. Yeah. There you go. There's a few words that completely like summarizes the last word salad of those three verses. Yeah. And Moroni edited the Book of Mormon and he did a piss weak job, I got to say. <laughs> anyway, over to you
1: sister with verse four. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth.
0: Ooh. There's a rod in his mouth now.
1: I wonder if it's a dildo. It could be. And with the breath of his lips. oh. Okay, shall he slay the wicked? Oh, uh, yeah. Slaying with
0: a kiss, maybe? Mm. Maybe he's getting a Facebook ban like I did for, you know, spreading love.
1: And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins.
0: He's got a girdle on, just like Ooh. William Shatner. No, no, we're getting kinky. He's getting to BDSM here. He's like, wrap on your girdle, baby. Girdle your
1: loins. And faithfulness, the girdle of his reins.
0: Ooh.
1: They're doing that horse thing again, Paul. I'm saying.
0: There's two girdles there. There's the one <laughs> on his loins and the one on his right. This is total BDSM shit.
1: This is total horseplay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Nephi
1: and Isaiah
0: like to be kinky.
1: The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion, and fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. <laughs> right.
0: There's actually a hymn about that.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty famous passage, isn't it?
0: Yeah, my old favourite hymn had that line in there, you know, when the lamb and the lion shall lie down together. Uh, I say they've just been drugged. They've been given the gas mask to fall asleep. Mm. The moment they wake up, it's going to be a battle to the death. You know
1: what's tragic about that idea, though, is that's really what happens often with Instagram famous animals and so forth that are big cats or big dangerous animals. Mm. They're often drugged to make them more placid. It's the same on movie sets. They're often drugged to make them more placid. (laughs) So even though these animals aren't being harmed, Mm. it's not really. Freedom to choose how they live their lives. Mm. They should be out in the wilderness where they're supposed to be.
0: Exactly. They should use CGI animals.
1: Ah.
0: And of course, our uh, sister patience, our resident vegan, talking to you all now about animal rights. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Where are we up to? It's up to me, isn't it? You read about the wolf, okay. Mm-hmm. So verse 7: And the cow and the bear shall feed. Okay, kinky, cows and bears are getting it on, is what I gather from that. Their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like an ox. Oh, there you go, patience. Lions are going to become vegan, just like you. They're going to eat straw.
1: We can only hope, but I don't think that's very possible.
0: Can you live on straw? (laughs) That's what non-vegans imagine vegans do. You know, you're just there eating grass and straw because that's all that's allowed.
1: I can eat an awful lot of unpalatable stuff, Paul. now. Yeah. I really can.
0: But Isaiah is here saying that it's straw. I don't know how I'd eat it. That's
1: difficult, but Mm. but I can
0: eat greens. What has more nutritional value, straws or lentils? Lentils, I would suggest. Okay. Maybe Isaiah should have mentioned that. Maybe he should have said that the lamb and the lion and the cow and the bear laid down and ate lentils. In
1: Daniel, they do mention pulses and so forth. Oh, really? And they do a test with the king and they come away looking much more studly after their week or whatever on pulses than they did on the king's fat food
0: interesting I can't see a wolf a lamb a leopard and a lion all gaining the nutritional value they need from eating straw no I don't think there's a lot of calories or protein in straw somehow
1: yeah those animals are meant to eat
0: meat
1: I'm not saying they shouldn't eat meat they should eat meat
0: exactly exactly and (laughs) and they're not going to get what they need. From straw, so Isaiah, I'm sorry you are not a good pet owner. Please don't get any pets, mate, because if you're just feeding them straw, they're not gonna last, buddy. They're not going to last.
1: Maybe he's seeing a future where they've got those manufactured...
0: Lab-grown from stem cells?
1: Lab-grown meats, yeah, like they're bio-identical. Maybe that's what Isaiah's seen.
0: Oh, no, if Isaiah saw that... It wouldn't be straw, though, would it? And you think of all the other things from our era that he could have seen at the same time that he didn't think to mention. Good point. Paul. I always make a good point. I'm full of good points. So what was up to. And the suckling child, so play on the whole of the ass well oh, that doesn't sound like a good idea at all and the wean child so put his hand on the cockroach's den.
1: what's a cockatrice i'm looking this up paul
0: cockroaches i don't know but it has a den
1: wow a cockatrice is a mythical beast a two-legged dragon or serpent-like creature with a rooster's head
0: oh, hang on hang on are you saying the bible <laughs> Is mentioning things that don't actually exist? Yeah. Mythical creatures? Oh, sister, patience, how could you insinuate for a second that there is something in the scriptures that does not actually exist?
1: A creature born from the egg of a rooster?
0: Rooster doesn't lay eggs. The rooster gives the sperm, the chicken lays the eggs. Who the fuck is writing this? Cocks don't lay eggs!
1: A cockatrice was the product of an egg laid by a rooster and incubated by a toad. Ah, mm. oh, here we go. It is thought that a cock egg, a rooster's egg, a cock egg would hatch out as a cockatrice and this would be prevented by tossing the egg over the family house, landing on the other side of the house without allowing the egg to hit the house. What the fuck? What the fuck? What is that? Uh, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> anyway.
0: It makes about as much sense as scripture. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but here we have Isaiah, supposedly one of the most prophetic prophets of all time, full of insight and whatever, and he is quoting animals that never existed. He may as well just say that the giant rainbow unicorn will defend the poor suckling child from the asp. <laughs> Verse nine, they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain hitting my hand on the table here for effect because it's such an important verse for the earth shall be full of knowledge (laughs) of the lord as the waters cover the sea. Yeah, it's
1: like he thinks that giving people knowledge is synonymous with just getting like a big hose of knowledge water and then just soaking everyone with it. Mm. But knowledge doesn't work that way. You don't always take up information. Just because there's knowledge doesn't mean it's correct knowledge.
0: Knowledge is not a fire hose fired at protesters, people. Knowledge is a (laughs) fountain that you go to and you drink from it slowly and little by little and savour it and learn. Have you been to a protest ball? No, I have not actually. <laughs> I've seen a couple that were quite fun. Uh,
1: no, I don't think protests look that
0: fun, and I uh, also
1: don't think they accomplish much.
0: I don't think they do either. I think
1: people should be free to do them. That's cool. But I don't want to be
0: there. I remember as a teenager going to Queen Street Mall in Brisbane, which anybody who grew up in Brisbane knows that, like, Queen Street Mall is, like, the place to meet and hang out when you're a teenager.
1: Yeah, it kind of was back then, I suppose.
0: But I remember going there once and there was a protest going on and there was cops there with divvy vans and everything. It was great. And it was all about free speech in the mall. Free
1: speech in the mall.
0: Well, I don't remember because that was their chant. They were there going, free speech in the mall, free speech. And I was like, who's stopping you from having free speech in the mall? Yeah, what, what
1: kind of free speech were they trying yeah, to? i like,
0: what exactly are you protesting? You can go to the mall and say things. So I don't, know, I don't know. But they all went home in the back of a divvy van. And so we were all able to do that famous Australian chant. You're going home in the back of a divvy van.
1: I remember you singing that as a teenager. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Actually, I used to sing that in in high school, remember, when someone would get sent out of the class for for, um, detention or whatever, and be like, (laughs) you're going home in the back of a divvy van. Anyway, I digress. Sorry, Isaiah, we are not paying due respect. I have an interesting digression, too, about the Queen Street Mall. Oh, okay, fire away, fire
1: away. From about that time, so final years of high school, and I was in town with some friends, and this guy had some argument with his missus, this person that we didn't know at all. They were having some row about something. I think he must have cheated on her. He was trying to explain his actions, and he comes over to our group, and he goes, if someone came up to you and just said, I'll have sex with you. Would you go ahead with that? And we were like a bunch of Christians. Our responses weren't what he was expecting at all. He didn't know that we were Christians. And we were just like, um, no. And the girlfriend felt quite justified by that. (laughs) He was just like (laughs) dumbfounded.
0: Of all of the people in the mall, of all the people asked that question, he had to find a bunch of Christian youths. (laughs) <laughs> the worst possible example of people you could ask that question to.
1: I know. But even now as a non-Christian, I think I would still answer the same. It's like if someone came up to me and just offered me sex. No, I don't just want sex for the sake of having sex.
0: Uh-oh. Are they hot? There
1: has to be more to it than that.
0: Oh, if they're hot, I'll do it. <laughs> I clearly wasn't with you that day. <laughs> no, you clearly weren't. <laughs>
1: All right, so that's my silly little story. All right, is it my go? Verse 10. And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse. Oh, they're still talking about Jesse. We
0: get it! Is Jesse a man or a woman? That's like a gender-neutral name, isn't
1: it? It kind of is, isn't it?
0: But either way, whoever Jesse is, Jesse is getting roots. (laughs) Twice now In this chapter is mentioned Jesse having roots So go Jesse Which shall stand
1: For an ensign Oh there's that word again Of the people Oh ensign Yeah Okay To it shall The Gentiles seek And his rest Shall be glorious Ah oh, How can glorious rest.
0: You can have glorious genitals. Do you have glorious genitals, Paul? Yes, I have had them described quite favourably, yes. Yeah, what
1: particular specifications make them glorious? I don't know, I've
0: never measured. You've never measured? Really? Come on. Yeah. i not there with a tape measure says that the people shall the genitals seek. Oh, sorry, Gentiles See. Gentiles, genitals it's easy to get those two words mixed up Oh, you were getting it confused Yeah, I'm sorry I am oh. I thought people were seeking my genitals, but they're seeking the Gentiles, and that's a very different thing I'm sorry, I'm sorry, listen, is my mistake
1: I've noticed that you think people are often seeking your genitals when really they're looking for a conversation
0: mm. oh, there are many people looking for Gentiles, so the Scriptures imply that there's a lot of Gentiles out there that are being sought out. I'm a Gentile. Oh, I guess I am too, aren't I? Yeah. We're not Jewish, therefore we are Gentiles. Are people seeking us out? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. Are the ladies seeking you out, Paul? Not because I'm a Gentile.
1: Hmm? Why do they seek you out?
0: Well, maybe because of genitals, but not because I'm a Gentile. I don't know. Is it your rugged good looks? Yeah, I mean, look at me. <laughs> How could any woman not want this? Uh huh. Mm. Verse 11. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt and from Pathros, because that's a real country, and from Cush, another real place. On a side note, Kush is the name of a really, really potent marijuana. A little bit of Kush, you'll be happy for days. Oh, wow. And from Elam and from Shinar and from Hamath and from the islands of the sea. He couldn't think of names for the islands of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say they're the islands. And he shall set up an enzyme for the nations and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the Four corners of the earth because the earth is a globe. <laughs> <laughs> That must be where the phrase four corners of the earth comes from. It comes from Isaiah, the prophetic man who was so in touch with the spirit and who was so prophetic and profound, Uh who thought that the earth was a cube with fucking corners. (laughs) Or just a flat piece of paper. Yeah, a cube or flat earth. Yes, yes. Well done, Isaiah, for saying that a globe has corners. Well done, buddy. (sighs) Spirit is with you.
1: The envy of Ephraim also shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Ephraim shall not envy Judah, and Judah shall not vex Ephraim.
0: Okay. So vexing. So they're going to get along and be mates. Wacky-do. Yeah.
1: And isn't that just what's happened? All the people that live in the Middle East at the moment, they just get along so well.
0: Oh, they are such
1: good friends. Oh, they really are. (laughs) No. One's envious of anyone else. Yeah, they've
0: learned how to share their land and respect each other's beliefs.
1: Ah, oh, they so have. They're such a shining example of
0: humanity. Oh, oh I know. I, I love know. It. And hi to all of our Middle Eastern <laughs> listeners.
1: But they shall fly upon the shoulders of the Philistines towards the west. They shall spoil them of the east together. Oh, together. Okay. And they shall lay their hand upon Edom and Moab. What are they going to do when they lay their hand upon them?
0: Oh, wouldn't you like to know?
1: Sammy Cullen, and the children of Ammon shall obey them. Shall obey who?
0: See, he keeps throwing new names in all the time as if we're meant to know who he's talking about.
1: Ah, oh, it's so confusing, Paul. Like, he
0: keeps throwing in places and people names as if they're, like, common names, and we'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that dude. I know who he's talking about. And it's like I go up to him like, oh, you remember my mate Jeff? And you could say, no, I've never met your mate Jeff. But then I go and tell you the story about what Jeff did anyways, if you know oh, you know what Jeff is like, you know, and that stuff Jeff does. Well, you know, this won't surprise you, but, you know, he did this thing. And you're just sitting there going, who the fuck is Jeff? That's what I'm thinking, reading Isaiah. Who the fuck are these people? And it's like you're just making names up. It's like he's got one of those baby name books, and he's like just kind of flicking (laughs) through. He's like, oh, there's one. Let's say L.M. Oh, Shina. Okay, I'm just going to throw all these names into
1: my book. That does sound like what he's doing. Isaiah reminds me of that really annoying fellow that's at every party that just can't stop talking about science fiction or something like that.
0: I know you haven't been to a social gathering for a while, so bear with me.
1: I haven't in my entire life much, to be honest, Paul.
0: But you have that person who has like a hobby or interest that nobody else has, Mm -hmm. but that person will still want to tell you all about it anyway, you know, so they corner you, you can't go anywhere, you're signalling to your friends like, help me out, get me out of here but he's talking to you about how he Restumped his house and has a really, really good dried fruit collection or something like that, and you're just like, (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, I don't care, but he'll just keep on going and going and going on about it. That is Isaiah. He is that person at the party who wants to tell you all about the thing that nobody cares about.
1: Anyway, where are we up to? I got one more verse and then you're taking over. And the Lord shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea. What? How does the Egyptian sea have a tongue?
0: I've seen a lot of oceans in my time, mostly southern hemisphere, I will admit. But I haven't heard anything ever about an ocean having a tongue. Have you?
1: No, i got to say, that's weird. Mm. And with his mighty wind, he shall shake his hand over the river and shall smite it in the seven streams and make men go over dry shod.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To get the foreplay. Baby, I'm going in dry shod.
1: (laughs) You shouldn't go in dry shod, Paul. That's a really bad idea. You
0: might want to bite onto something. I'm going in dry shod, baby. All right,
1: take it away, Paul.
0: (laughs) And there shall be a highway. Life is a highway for the remnant of his people. Shall be left from Assyria like as it was to Israel. In that day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. I was just getting into the song lyrics and it came short But everybody, life is a highway to Assyria And you need to ride it all night long
1: A highway from Assyria to Israel So that everyone can get back there Uh, Because there's just so many of them They need a fucking highway that just goes
0: 24-7 Let's do chapter 22. It's only six verses long. Let's go. Yay. And in that day, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Of course. Though thou wast (laughs) angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. That word comfortest, Mm. my program that
1: I read this in has underlined that as a spelling mistake.
0: too many consonants in it, Paul. You know, sadly, though, (laughs) that verse is very much like a victim of domestic violence. You know, it's like, yeah, you were angry with me. I'm so sorry you were angry with me. I promise I'll be better. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what that verse is. The people of Israel are God's victim of domestic violence. Yeah, God has treated them poorly and they're like, oh, sorry, God, Mm -hmm. please don't hit us again. It's so sad. Mm. Oh, God is my salvation. I will trust another. Not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation.
1: Oh my God! He's just getting too figurative, or something. He keeps changing
0: his analogies all the time. The wells of salvation. I mean, what does that even mean? Yeah, he's there going. Yeah, you know, I've done vines, I've done grapes, I've done <laughs> olives, uh, I've done ocean. What haven't I done yet? Let's do Wells. I'm going to do Wells next. Oh. All right, Buddhist home, Sister Patience. Three more verses. And in that
1: day shall ye say, praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> Call upon his name. Hey, God. Hey, Lord, calling you. Hey. Declare his doings among the people. So when he does somebody, we've got to declare it.
0: That sounds to me more like you're in a room full of people and somebody farts. God's the one that farted and he's actually put his hand up to declare his doings. He's like, yep, sorry, I did it. That was me. I farted. Sorry. My doings. And then you do the following bit, which is make mention that his name is exalted. Hmm. Yeah, you're pointing him out. God farted, it was him. Don't look at me. God did it. Exalt him.
1: Sing unto the Lord. Lord the Lord. For he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. (laughs) It's not known in this room, though.
0: No, okay. I
1: know that he hasn't done anything excellent and that he's a fucker. One more verse, come on. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion! Come on and shout, everybody! Now shout! Come
0: together now, shout! Come everybody! On now. Hey! A hey, hey. little bit louder now! A uh-huh. little bit louder now! A uh-huh. little bit louder now! Uh-huh. Bit louder now. Uh-huh. Zion! For
1: great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Well, wasn't that just incredibly boring,
0: Paul? I'm so glad we did this. this
1: oh, place. that was just <laughs> such a dry reading.
0: oh yeah
1: They're talking about being dry shod but that reading was told dry into my soul it raped me that reading paul
0: that was pure isaiah going in dry all of those verses
1: i needed to be warmed up for that one paul and i wasn't
0: he wasn't apologizing he was like i'm going dry shot and i'm going hard yeah settle in for the ride baby i was thinking of england all the way
1: through that one england yeah thinking of england my england was a phrase back during the war and they may not enjoy the sex that they're having with the Guys home from war, so they would do it for their country instead. They'd just lay there and think of England. It's actually pretty shit, really.
0: Hmm, close your eyes and think of England while I go in dry shot. Yeah,
1: lean back and think of Israel.
0: (laughs) Let's reflect on our evening. Sister Patience, do you feel touched by the spirit? Do you feel the burning in your bosom? Is God telling you that these words are true?
1: I feel penetrated by God in a rapey way. That's how I feel, Paul.
0: And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) religion. Being penetrated by God in a non-consensual, rapey way.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Mm, But as long as you marry them afterwards, it's all good according to the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. So for everyone listening at home, thank you as always for listening. Be sure, never go in dry.
1: Yeah, don't go in dry don't do
0: that. No matter what your preference is sexually, don't go and dry. You need some lube. Glove up, lube up, enjoy yourselves, but don't go and dry. Isaiah was completely wrong there. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it can lead to a lot of hurt, a lot of bad stuff. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Isaiah has dry humped us this evening and he's not even having a cigarette afterwards. But do you feel that you have been touched by the dry humping of Isaiah tonight, Just the Patience?
1: are
0: uh, only inappropriately, Paul. God will only touch you if it's inappropriate. He doesn't do it any other way because that's how he rolls.
1: Alright, well I'll leave you to go and find some Discord servers to log on to and hopefully you'll find some bangin' ex-Mormon ladies that you can bang. (laughs) Ooh, hello!
0: Alright, well Sister Patience, thank you very much. Thank you everybody at home and as always, in the name of our Lord and Saviour, the Holy One of dry-humping Jesus Christ. Amen!